Good morning, sir. Over to you now, sir. God bless you, sir. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, sir. God bless you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. I hope we're all doing great. And yes. hope, hope the summer is, uh, is warm. <laughs> Praise God. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Uh, this morning... Um, we really want to thank God for our sister that led the prayers. As the prayer was going on, I just had a feeling that we, we that's the direction God will be leading us today. So, Hallelujah. amen. The, I just want to key into that um, area of prayer today on common favor, on common favor. Common favor comes in different ways, and um, I will just mention one way, which is the most uh, is uncommon. Uh, it's the, the most important thing in life. The, the greatest uncommon favor that anyone can receive in this world is to have God on his side. <laughs> is to have God on his side no one no one who have god on his side can lose in a battle no one who has god on his side who who can uh, can fail in life no one who has god on his side you know will not win all all his battles so uh, i want to look at that area when god chooses to just fight our battle for us when God just chooses to, you know, to be on our side, to take side with us, to take side with us, just like he did in severally in the times of old. Now we know the power of our God, you know, to change our situation. You said no matter how hard, no matter how difficult, no matter how hopeless, you know, the power of God to change our situation is never in doubt. But the problem is, is God always disposed, you know, to fight on our behalf, to fight on our behalf. It's if we can just get him, we can just get his attention. If God can just sign in, you know, to us, that would be that would be the greatest favor on earth that we can find. And that's why we are praying every day. That's why we are fasting. What we are looking for is God to just, you know, Take side with us. God should just join join us, or, or or God should just be part of our lives, be part of you know our desires. I say God possesses all abilities and powers. You know we need to acknowledge the Lord. You know praise Him for who He is. Praise Him for you know uh, the privilege. You know to have Him on our side. The privilege to have God on our side. Is, is, is amazing. It's the greatest favor. And I pray this morning that this uncommon favor of God stepping in, of God fighting your fight, fighting your battle, I pray that every one of us who have prayed for this uncommon favor this morning, we have 
God fighting on our side. We have God's support in all our endeavors. We have God impute in all our dreams, in all our yearnings, in all our aspirations, that God will step in and stamp his feet in every area of our lives in the precious name of Jesus Christ. In the book of Isaiah chapter 42, are we there? Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 14. Isaiah 42, sorry, I'm coming. Isaiah 42 verse 14. Isaiah 42, 14 says, I have long time holding my peace. I have been still and refrain myself. You know, these are the situations that we find ourselves or, or that God is, you know, for a, for a while now. So, but what do I going to pray this morning? Say, Lord, you are not going to be, you are not going to be holding your peace any longer. You are not going to be still. You are not going to refrain yourself. You are going to, you know, we are going to be crying unto the Lord, you know, as a traveling woman. And God himself will bring forth, will bring into full manifestation all our dreams, all our desires Amen. through his uncommon favor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I say if we get his attention in any issue, no matter how terrible, it will all turn out wonderfully. That's one thing. The moment we get his attention, whatever it is that we desire, no matter how terrible, it is okay for you to speak. But when you don't want people to do it, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, uh, that's an interruption there. I said, if we can get his attention in any issue, no matter how terrible, it will all turn out wonderfully. God can bring relief from our pains. God can bring relief from our pains. God can bring beauty from our ashes. God can bring testimonies from our trials. God can bring triumphs, you know, uh, from our testings. And God can bring strength, you know, from our weakness. That's the that's ability of God. That's the power of God. That is when we find favor with God, God can bring light from darkness. God can bring light from darkness. God can bring success from failure. God can bring smiles from weeping, from crying. God can bring smiles. God can also bring hope even from our despair. No matter how, how, how hopeless we are, God can bring hope out of our despair. God can bring joy from our sadness. It is, it is, it, it is, it, it is not worthy also to, to, to understand that God can bring, you know, victory from all our defeats. Now, when the Israelites were in Egypt and they were serving, they were far, 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 far in the minority. The Israelites were far, far in the minority and, um, you know, not just were they far, far in the minority, it's, it's, they, they had no power, uh, and they were not even allowed to acquire wealth. They were not allowed to acquire wealth. They were made to work without pay. So they were not, they were, they were not seen with money or with anything. 
they couldn't buy anything on their own. If they needed something, maybe they were they were just so close to give them like prisoners. You know, they, they could not acquire weapon. You know, they could not. They were not given freedom to operate until heaven, you know, came to be on their side. That's why we are the uncommon favor. And God said, I am going to intervene on behalf of these people. I, am, I know that these people cannot fight their fight. They can't fight their battle. They are too weak. They are too much. They are too few. They are in a far, far, far minority. Uh, even if they want to revolt against the land, their voice could not be heard. They, 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 they are no prominent person among them. You know, they, they had no voice. They were voiceless people, powerless people. You know, they, if, if you look at who they were and uh, who the Egyptians were, you just know that there was no chance. It's a case of no chance for them. And this morning, I don't know if somebody here think is having a case of no chance. You look at who you are, what you have, and, you know, uh, just oppose with, um, you know, what you need, you know, how how to go about it. There's just maybe in the, in the case, in the situation of it could be health that doctor has given you up, doctor has said something. Maybe they say you have cancer. Maybe they've given you days to live. Maybe you have some other terminal ailment and it's looking as if, hey, there's no way out of this. That's, that, it looks as if there was no way until God came in and said, okay, I will make the way. That's why they said God makes a way where there is no way. You see, that is the greatest favor. It's uncommon that God will just come and, and just create a way right there in the wilderness, right there on top of your mountains, right there in the valley where you are. There's no way in the valley. Only God can make way in the valley. That's the uncommon favor. That's the, that's the, that's the greatest favor or service anyone can receive from the Lord. Is it not the same uh, the, the same thing when when um, uh, was that king now Nebuchadnezzar Nebuchadnezzar came and said, "Is the God whom you serve able to deliver you, Daniel? <laughs> Is the God whom you serve able to deliver you? You know, Daniel must have preached and told them about the power of his God, but did they ever believe?" That um, because the, the, the Egyptians believe they are the they are the, the strongest gods, they have the most powerful gods because they've been able to to enslave the whole world. That was the world power. Egypt was the world power then. Egypt had power over everything. They controlled the commands. They controlled the the, the political arena. They were dominant. They, every every nation everywhere they paid taxes to them. And um, their God seems to be so powerful. And how come slaves, how come slaves, slaves that their God could not deliver them from being captured? So if, uh, the, 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 the Babylonians, the, 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 uh, the, I mean, Nebuchadnezzar, was, uh, if your God is so strong, you know, that you know about to me, uh, and um, if your God is so strong, why didn't he stop you from being captured? Why didn't he stop you? From from why didn't you stop people? Why didn't you stop me from capturing you? I came in, I ran, overran your land, 
and I brought you here as slaves, your God could not stop me. So is it now that you are under my watch, you are under my care, eating my food? Is it that time that your God will travel, you know, from where he, <laughs> maybe he is and to come to your aid? So everything look you now impossible. But somehow, somehow, the king is a better also. The king, you know, he, he will believe today, tomorrow he will not believe. And then um, they went and dumped Daniel in the lion's den. Well, that's the usual, that's the maximum punishment. It's like firing squad today. It's like, um, you know, when they, when they pass judgment, you know, in, in some third world, they, they call it firing squad, but... The civilized world, I think they just execute them, uh, not necessarily firing guns. I think they have the way of executing people and all that. You know, you people know better than myself. You live over there. So the, the maximum punishment, you know, to, to be meted then was to 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 throw people, you know, alive, especially people that that they, they, they look at recastering people, people that are stubborn, people that, you know, are very, very, you know, uh, the, the king is angry with. He said, just, just, just make sure the lions, not one lion, then, Bible say den of lions. Imagine one person being thrown to 10 lions, you know, in a place, den of lions. How, how, how the lions will compete one will go for the head, one will go for the leg, one will go for the hand, one will go for intestine. You know how peace out within a minute or two that that person will be completely dismembered because the king was angry. And now Daniel was to go in there and uh, in the, they, 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 they took him there in the night and in the morning <laughs> the king you know, when they are, the king, the king didn't like that, but sometimes, somehow he was made to do it. And so the king went there and said, is the God whom you serve, have you found favor with that God? And is that God able to deliver you? Is that God whom you so much devoted your time to? You, that God whom you so much, you know, uh, uh, proud of? The God you worship so much, the God you respect and honor so dearly, is this God able to deliver you? Can this God replicate the good gesture you have given to him by serving him, by denying yourself? Can this, can he show capacity to deliver from the lion's death? Can your God show capacity? Can your God, leave everything that he's doing and step into your situation. That was a big question. But God showed himself strong on behalf of Daniel. And God and Daniel found favor with God. Uncommon favor was what Daniel found with God. It's not every time God sent his angels to people. But on this occasion, because the man found favor with God, God sent an angel. God sent his angel. I am praying for someone today who is in a precarious situation, who is in a situation that is beyond what man can help you. Men are not in position to step into your situation because your situation is beyond what man can remedy. But I am praying for you that as God sent his angel, 
God will send his angel. As God send his host to, 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 to block the ways of the lion, to make the lions wag their tail and refuse to divorce devour Daniel. I am praying that the God Almighty will step into your case, that that situation that looks like is devouring you, that situation that looks overwhelming, that situation that looks as if, hey, there's no way out of it. You know, God makes a way where there's no way. That God will step in. And the moment God steps in, a way is created out of no way. Oh, yes. A way is created out of no way. He makes rivers in the desert. Rivers are hard to come by in the desert. Rose, like Isaiah chapter 15, 5 verse 1, he said he will make the, the rose in the in the wilderness, in the desert. So that's that's the way of God. He makes beauty out of ashes. I am praying for someone this morning that heaven, that heaven will be disposed to your case. The favor of God, the uncommon favor of God, will provide rose, will provide solace out of that dryness and bring you out smiling in the precious name of Jesus. So I'm trusting God for the impossible to be made possible. I'm trusting God for the hopeless to be made, uh, to, for God to bring hope out of every hopelessness. I'm trusting God for a turnaround. I'm trusting God because when there is an uncommon favor, there is an uncommon testimony. When there is an uncommon favor, there is an uncommon joy. When there is an uncommon favor, there is some common manifestation. So I'm trusting God this morning, even as we have prayed with, the, with, with all our hearts, that there will be uncommon testimony. From this morning's service, every one of us will be able to stand. I've given up on this case. I've given up on this situation. I've given up on this. And God has stepped in. After God has stepped in, oh, wow, he has turned my sorrow into joy. I pray that this morning that our sorrows have been turned into joy in Amen. the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Maybe your case is like that of Lazarus. It's not everyone that died that have been raised to death. In fact, less than one percent, less than one percent of people who have died had the opportunity to live again. In fact, less than 0.01 percent, less than 0.001 percent of people who died have not come back to life. But but Lazarus had an uncommon favor of dying and coming back to life. And coming back to life. When Lazarus died, everybody drew their conclusion. It, everybody concluded that, well, the man is dead. So what do we do? Go and bury him. Because when people die, the next thing is to go and bury the person. And this time around, the man was even buried. Four days he was buried. And God goes favor. Only God will do a thing like that. Four days the man had been buried. And God, and they will go and zoom the man again. You know, they will go and bring the man from the grave. Jesus said, roll away the stone. You understand what I'm talking about? Jesus said, remove the barrier. Take away all the obstacles. Let him come out. And Jesus called the man. And the man came forth from the dead, from the dead, brother, from the dead, the man died. And everybody concluded, even when Jesus came and was talking that the, 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 the man will rise up, 
Ah, they say in the resurrection, we will see him again. Uh, you know there is another fellowship in heaven. They have sung, they've sung all the all the all the songs of fellow all the all the songs uh, of fellowship in heaven, of meeting in heaven. By and by, when the money comes, when the saints of God are gathered home, we shall all, we shall tell the story, how we'll overcome, we shall understand it better. Every, all the song of resurrection, everything about latter days, they've sung the song, people have retreated back home, and then Jesus now came to the scene and said, they should go and roll, they should go and take away the stone. Now, in the ministry of Jesus Christ, how many people did Jesus, you know, how many people did Jesus raise back to, to, to life? I know of the Jairus' daughter, and then uh, the, 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 the man that he met at, at the gates, and then maybe this one, maybe, maybe three, four, five, uh, no more than that, uh, definitely not up to that, you know, that were documented for us in the scriptures. So when people die, they'll go and bury them. When people die, they'll go and bury them. But on this occasion, God said, no, I, I want this one to come back. Uh, he, he shouldn't have died. I want him to come back. You know, even though men have drawn their conclusion, men have concluded, they've taken him to the burial ground, they buried him, and they returned back home. You know, it was not even the case of the man they met at the gate when they were carrying the the dead body, and uh, you know, that man that had only one son, you know, it's not even that case. This one had been buried, and they told Jesus, four days now we buried him, we left the burial ground. He's thinking, he's smelling. And is there something smelling around you? Is there something that have looked like it's decayed, it's rotting? Let's not go and touch it. No, 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 let's, it's old wounds. Let's forget about it. This is, this is, this is long gone. It's let's 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 not put our hope there. There's no hope there. It's it's late. It's it's late. It's something look it looking as if it's late in your life. I am praying that the uncommon favor of God will open every chapter that men have closed in your life this morning in Amen. the precious name of Jesus. Every Amen. chapter that has, that is not due to be closed but men have closed it. The chapter that you have that has not been read but have been closed. You know, sometimes when you when you take a book, you've not you just say, let, let me just go and read, you know, the, the next chapter. But this chapter have not been read. Is is the enemy trying to jump some chapters in your life? I am praying that whatever it is that looks late, that looks abandoned, that that the, this uncommon favor that we have prayed for this morning. We bring God into it in the name of Jesus. God will put everything that is considered late, everything that men have concluded, everything that men have said, well, this cannot be done. I am trusting God this morning that heaven will visit such situation. You know, we, 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 we cannot forget the situation of the vice president in the book of uh, Second Kings chapter 7, when that man said, hey, if God will open the windows of heaven, might these things be? You know, they didn't look as if, hey, not even God can fix this thing again. It's broken. The egg is broken. Who wants to gather it? Oh, oh yes. Who wants to gather a, a, a broken egg? The milk is already split. You know who is going to gather a split milk again? Just looking all the efforts, you know. All efforts have failed. All experts have come in. 
All professors have spoken. Everybody have put in all that they could put in, but it seems nothing was working. And even so, when God came and prophesied, like I'm prophesying this morning, maybe somebody is saying, ah, it's late. Well, I know this one. I don't think, uh, I think pastors should just forget about this one. No, no. If the uncommon favor of God, we, we, we bring out, even the, we gather the spirit, make the broken egg, or, or worse still, God can give you a new egg. It's broken, or if God if God wants to pack the make, he can pack it. If God wants to give you another make, whatever it is, all I all I'm trusting God this morning is that there is redemption, that is a buying back, that is a restoration, Amen. that is a new thing that God Amen. is doing. Why? Because you 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 have caught his attention this morning. Your your rising up this morning is not like yesterday rising. It's not like the, yeah, the, the day before yesterday. It's not like last week's rising. This morning is with an uncommon favor. An uncommon Amen. favor that God is looking in your direction. An uncommon Amen. favor that God is touching your case. An uncommon Amen. favor that God is disposed to all that is making you to cry, to all that is making you to doubt, to all that is making people to mock you, to blackmail you. God is facing you. I see God wiping away tears this morning. God is wiping away tears. God is bringing hope out of where there is no hope. Now, why has God done it before? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He said, I am the Lord. I change not. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, God said, I am the Lord. I change not. I change not. I change not. He redeemed, he redeemed the Israelites. He brought Daniel out of the lion's den. Oh, yes. Even, even the, the case that they said was late. It was concluded the man was buried. Jesus brought hope back. He removed the man from the dead. You know, maybe financially, you look dead financially. You are into debts. There's so much debt. This mortgage, that one. And um, there's inflation everywhere. Uh, Ukraine is, I mean, Russia is fighting Ukraine all over the world. There seems to be, be, be apprehension. There seems to be too much inflation. You know, money cannot meet up with needs and all that. But the Lord said, I am the Lord. I change now. What about, the, what about that woman that they were, they, 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 they were they, 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 the creditor was about taking her two sons? They were the husbands of God and died. And, and the man was buried, and he left debts, and the church could not pay the debts, and the woman was to suffer. Maybe the, the, the prophet even used the money to build church or to do one or two things for God, and then nobody could replicate, nobody could say, hey, let us, let us contribute money for this man of God to solve his problem. The man died and, and went away, and then this poor woman, poor widow, was left with two children. And God intervened. There are children that were to be taken as slaves, you know, when God intervened and they were not taken. And God turned the situation of that woman from penury to prosperity, from, from weakness to strength. God turned her situation. She became an oil magnet. God turned that which made her cry. Now, the thing that made her cry began to make her laugh. I am trusting God this morning. Where you cry, you will smile. Where Amen. you smile, you will dance. Amen. I am trusting God this morning. Where you felt hopeless, now you are, your life is full of hope. 
Your life is Amen. full of dancing. Your Amen. life is full of testimony. Amen. Because he said, I am the Lord. I change not. It means that I did it before. I can do it again. I can even do it much, 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 much more than ever before. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I can do it even much more than ever before. That's what God is saying. Even in Hebrew 13 verse 8, the Bible says, Jesus says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is it. That is it. Jesus is the same. If he showed favor in an unfavorable situation, and he showed favor, and he manifested his uncommon favor in an unfavorable situation, he will do it again. He's, he's mm. used to doing it, and he will not stop to do it in the mighty name of Jesus. In the book Amen. of Jeremiah 32, verse 27, he said, Is anything too hard for me? Jeremiah, God asked Jeremiah to go and buy land, and Jeremiah went and bought the land, and now war came, and war came and took over, and took over the place where he bought the land, and the, the, the enemy occupied the territory. Wow, it was, it was really, really, really bad. And Jeremiah began to complain, Lord, all the money I had, and you know I was in prison, and they came to me in the prison about this uh, opportunity, and um, yeah, I asked them to go and pay for the land. Now, Lord, why did you why did you allow the land? He began to complain. Uh, in your own spare time, you can read uh, Jeremiah 32. And he complains, nothing he didn't complain about. But God said, Jeremiah, I, I know you are complaining. Yes, I know the situation is hard. I know the situation is tough. It's tough. It's, I know the situation, it, it looks hopeless. But is there anything hard for me? Even though this thing looks hopeless, even though this thing looks as if, hey, it's been concluded, if nothing can happen, you are inside prison, and then the war has entered. You can't even defend your land. You can't do anything. You are you you are you are helpless. You are you are you know you are bound. You are incarcerated. You are I mean, everything and every grammar that one can 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 speak to implicate somebody to make somebody look vulnerable to make somebody look helpless and hopeless. You know, everything. Jeremiah was in prison. He bought the land. War had come. He, he, there was nothing he could do. And he was angry. He said, I will have sent this money to my wife, to my children, so that they could feed on them. And now look at what has happened. And God said, ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power. Ah, Lord God, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy outstretched hands. Nothing is too difficult for you. Nothing is too difficult for you. Great and mighty God, great in counsel, mighty indeed. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing is too difficult for you. That runaway child is coming back home. That runaway husband is coming back home. That runaway wife is coming back home. Nothing is hard, nothing is difficult. No matter how it looks hopeless, God is going to intervene. Something happened recently, uh, I mean, not long ago. Um, a woman came to my office and he said that, well, I've been married for about 10 years. I've not had a child, not even a miscarriage. And then my husband, uh, people, they have, they have uh, gotten another woman for her. 
and then uh, for him and then my husband said oh, he has called me and said yeah his his his, uh, his people uh, this and that and he said daddy what will i do and the woman was crying she's not even a member of our church somebody just brought her and then i, I looked at her brethren do you know what i said to her i said tell your husband if after three months you are not pregnant the urban should go ahead and marry the woman i said i said god why why will i say it till i, I said God said, tell her, if after three months, she's not married. It was heavy in my mouth. I said, for 10 years, he has been married. So I now give her three months for, for the husband to prove it. I said, okay. And sister, God said, okay, tell your husband to give you three months. And after three months, you are not pregnant. You know, your husband should go ahead and marry the woman. I said, Lord, you asked me to say it to it means you have intervened. It means you have come to the aid of this woman. It's not everyone. This is the first time you ever tell me a thing like that. I've been praying for people who are expecting fruit of the womb. God have answered some. Some have not been answered. Praise God. You know, but some have been answered. Many of them, I thank God for that. But this one, they have never, never at a time, God said, give somebody a time, a month or two or two, three months. Mm. After three months, she's not pregnant. But to cut the long story short, the following month, the woman was pregnant. Glory be to God in the highest. And that Hallelujah. marriage was stopped. That insult was stopped. Is there something that is, 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 is bringing shame to you? Is there something that people are looking around you and is, the thing seems to be mocking your God? All the uncommon favor of God will bring us intervention. When an uncommon favor is in operation, God intervenes. God do what no man can do. There is something in your life that man cannot do. There is something that is only God that can fix it. And because God can fix it, God, this morning, God is undertaking to fix it in the name of Jesus. Amen. That is bringing that shame, that is causing helpless, I mean, sleepless night in your life. I am trusting heaven to intervene due to his uncommon favor this morning. He will undertake to fix what no man can fix. As we used to pray, God, do what no man can do. That's my prayer for you this morning, that heaven will do what no man can do. Because in Deuteronomy chapter 3, from verse 6 to 8, the Bible says, I will never leave nor forsake you. It looks as if you are, been, you are looking for second because the situation is taking time. You are looking for second because people are mocking you. You are looking for second because people are, are saying, where is his God? He, he seems to love this God so much. Like, like, like the king, Bezazar here, he went, to, he went to the place. Did he went to sympathize with Daniel or he went to mock Daniel? Went, I believe he went to sympathize with Daniel because he loved Daniel. But he never believed that his God could save him. But somehow, I will also say he believed too. <laughs> Praise God. Because if he didn't believe, he would not go there and be asking, that he be calling Daniel. And maybe he was just calling him for religious sake because he never seen someone who had been delivered from the lion's den. But this is an exception. That's an exceptional case this morning. That's an exceptional case this morning. That's an exceptional yeah. visitation this morning. I see yeah. God putting an exception to that case. I'm saying, well, yeah. men say it's closed, but I'm opening up. Men have concluded yeah. over it, but I am starting it again. 
Whatever mm. man have concluded, I see God opening a new chapter over it yeah. in your life, in your family, in your ministry, mm. in the precious name of Jesus. Mm. That estranged husband is coming back home, is coming back home. That mm. child that has run away from home, I keep hearing it. That child is coming back. I'm not giving up on it. God is not giving up on it. This child mm. is coming back to you. This child is coming back to you. This mm. child is coming back in the mm. precious name of Jesus. Every, every woman that have stolen the heart of your husband, God is breaking that relationship. God is cutting off that relationship in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You know, God told, God told, uh, told Moses, he said, he said, I will fight for you. <laughs> Exodus 14, 14. Moses told them, hold your peace. God will fight for you. God will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Don't resort into self-help. No, 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 no. People may not believe you, but God will fight for you. God will fight for you. I'm trusting God this morning to fight your fight to fight your battle in the name of Jesus. The battle of the barrenness of Sarah. Sarah was barren. Anna was barren. Elizabeth was barren. In fact, Elizabeth was even called barren in Luke chapter 1, verse 36. But God stepped in. He said, he said uh, your cousin Elizabeth, whom they call barren. I don't know what they call him. God knows the, what they call him. God knows the gossip around you. God knows the gossip, you know, around your children. God knows the gossip around your your family. God knows whatever the gossip is. God is aware of it. God knows about it. And God, you know, maybe Ismail was stranded, but God, the, the, the Ismail and the mother, they were given just a bottle of water and a loaf of bread, and they became stranded. But God sunk a whole hope for them. Oh, yes. You may, your case may be the case of death, like that widow that I said was death-stricken, but God intervened. Or you could be surrounded by enemies in your working place. Oh, everybody there, they hate you. They don't like you. The reason why they don't like you may not be your color. The reason why they, they, they don't like you may just be that that the, the way you the way you serve your God, the way you love Jesus, the way you sing, the way you conduct yourself, they want you to be part of of shady deals. But no, you you've separated yourself, and so you are hated. You are surrounded by enemies. You remember, Elisha was surrounded by enemies, and but he said, "They that are with us." Are more than they that are with them. I'm praying for you this morning, whatever be your situation, whether you are barren, whether you are stranded, whether you are death stricken, whether you are surrounded, whether you are bound by disease like the woman with the issue of blood, whether it's a case of stroke, paralysis, whatever, whether it's a case of possession, whether it's a case of denial, whatever it is, whether it's a case of blackmail, whether it's a case of conspiracy, whatever it is, this morning, I'm trusting God that will intervene on your behalf. And God will bring an end, an end, an end, an end to this situation. God will put a stop to this situation. In the Amen. precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a common language this morning, you know, uh, uh, to the people, to the people of God in the scriptures. And that common language says, our God shall deliver us. 
In Daniel chapter mm. 3, verse 7, they say, Our God shall deliver us. Um, Elisha said, They that are with us, they are more than they that are with them. In Acts 27, 25, Paul says, Sir, I believe God. Oh, yes, the centurion says in Matthew 8, 8, he says, Speak thy word only, Lord. I believe. Do you believe? As many as believe this morning, who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? As we begin to pray now, do you believe all I have said? Do you believe God is the same God? Do you believe he changed not? Do you believe he's the same yesterday and today and forever? That what he did before, he can do much, 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 much more. If you believe, begin to thank him. Begin to thank him, either for yourself or for your loved ones or thank for you, some close friends. Whatever it is this morning that I have spoken, it may be to you, it may be to a close friend, it may be to a close relation, but I want you to believe. If it is believing for yourself or believing for someone, this morning, God will take God will take it over. God will take it over. God will take it over. God, God will make our way. Jesus, thank you. Where does he do to He walks in ways we cannot see. He will make our way to enjoy you. Let him be your guide. Let him go to his house. We love and friend. For it will be. He will make our way. He will make our way. Thank you, you are healed of you are healed, you are healed. God is restoring that damaged part, that is damaged part, but God is, re is restoring it right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, take a lady in Ruska. Thank you, Lord. Rose shall bring forth in the wilderness. Oh, yes, the rose shall break forth in the wilderness. Just say the Lord. In break Lebanon shall be given unto you. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon is a seed 
glory of the Lord. They shall see the glory of the Lord. Somebody is about to experience the glory of God. Somebody is about experiencing the power of God. Somebody is receiving help from above. Somebody is receiving God's intervention this morning. Somebody, a miracle is coming to you. A miracle is coming to you. A miracle is coming to you. There is a turn around for you. There is a turn around. There is a turn around. God's intervention is upon you. God's intervention is upon that place. God's intervention is upon that situation. Your favor of God. God is reaching out to you. God is stepping in. God is stepping in. When men have stepped out, God will step in. He prayed strengthen the weak hands. Oh, yes, that's what the Lord is saying. Every place of weakness is being strengthened. That body, that knee that seems weak, receives strength. Oh, that weak knee this morning receives strength. Rise up and walk. Rise up and do your duty. Move in the name of Jesus. Do what you couldn't do before. That weak hand is being strengthened. Thank you, 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 Thank you,